Hello and welcome. I'm super intrigued by the topics that have come through for you for this week. We're talking all things medical intuition. What does it mean to be a medical intuitive? I'll share a little bit of my story when I realized that I was a medical intuitive, how I see things, how they come to me with this gift and how you might see things as well. And we'll end by talking about how you can harness your abilities and your gifts as a medical intuitive and really how to start flexing your gifts today if you'd like. So before we go forward, I want to give a disclaimer. There are absolutely no health claims that are being made or inferred by anything in this episode or any episode on the Own Your Intuition podcast or in my work as a whole. The results you achieve are determined solely by you. So for any mental or physical health issues of any kind, please, please, please seek professional help from a licensed doctor, counselor, or medical personnel. And you can also seek the advice of a licensed professional as appropriate for your individual situation and ailments. So let's talk about what is medical intuition. Medical intuition for me in my in my perspective is the ability to know when there is an imbalance that is off. And this, this takes technique, this takes experience, and this takes an understanding of your own energy. If you don't know where your energy begins and another person or being's energy begins and ends, you have a problem. Okay. So a lot of my work over the last 15 years has been learning what is my energy and what is not my energy. So I'm just going to say, if you're interested in medical intuition, you really need to know who you are. You need to know your energy and you need to be in a deep relationship with it. Otherwise the lines get blurred. So that's tip number one. But for me with medical intuition, when I sit with somebody in a soul reading, and you may have heard me talk about this, you might've heard me say, I'm seeing your body scan. And when I say I'm seeing your body scan, a body scan is the way that I receive information about a person's physical body or mental body, something that they might be experiencing. Like for example, if somebody has chronic constipation, I will see different parts of the digestive system. If somebody has a really agitated mind and they need to bring attention there, I'll often see the mind show up in very specific ways that are unique to me. And I will also be given ways that that person can start to be their own healer and their own intuitive and, and start to unravel that agitation and, and get to the root. So that's why oftentimes in soul readings, you might hear me also give you homework. And the homework comes from your energy. It comes from what I'm seeing and what I am given from either, sometimes it really feels like it comes from you, like your energy, your pure energy coming forward, telling me to relay back to you what you really already know. Sometimes it comes from a guide. Sometimes it comes from another pure light source. But the body scan really is sort of like a diagram meets an x-ray and different parts will light up and I'll go into those lights and there's information there. I never know what's going to come through. Sometimes I don't see a body scan at all because 
there are other things that are wanting your attention at that time. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect in gravy, but if you're coming for a mini reading, like we have 25 minutes. If you're coming for my signature reading, it's 50 minutes. So whatever can fit in that time is what I will see and what I feel and what I get as a message is whatever comes through is what you need at that time. So you might come back for a second reading, your 12th reading, your 20th reading, and there we might just talk about your body scan or not at all. So as a medical intuitive, we can often see and sense what's going on in a person's energy. Oftentimes we'll receive information about the root cause. Sometimes we will also receive information on how to how to navigate the healing process. Now, this is also why I feel like I am given very, very specific referrals to people. I've had um, the homework of, to give to someone based on their body scan to go see a therapist or to receive acupuncture or to eat very specific foods or avoid certain foods. or So the, the examples are endless because every person is different. You are different. If you are sitting next to someone that, say, has... Mm, something going on physically, right? You both have the same thing going on. The medicine or the the healing process is going to likely look very different than that person, right? Because you're different and you have different needs and the root cause might be different and your your constitution, your natural energy is different. So that's why I feel like I I have been brought into this work. You know, I some of you might know that I was in pre-med and I was about to go to medical school before I started studying Ayurveda. And I feel like I was really brought to this work for very specific reasons based on my own energy and my own natural gifts because it's really hard for me to be in a box and there are lots of modalities within modern medicine that feel very constricting to me personally. And being on the receiving side, I am so grateful for modern medicine. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for conventional medicine in so many ways. However, I've also experienced the, the lack of individual care from from our medical model here, at least in the United States. And that's where I feel like work as a medical intuitive can really shine because you you get to the pure energy of the person. It's not just looking at what's wrong and focusing on what's wrong. You know, if there's a liver issue, you just focus on the liver and you sort of energetically cut it out and you don't pay attention to the other systems where a really good medical intuitive will look at the whole system, the whole person, right? When I'm sitting with you, it's your aura, it's your mind, it's the layers of your energy, it's your guides, it's it's everything. I listen to what you don't say, even though, yes, of course, I'm listening to what you do say. I'm paying very close attention to your energy. That's why I consider my soul readings my signature offering. It's currently the only way to work with me one-on-one and it's such individualized attention and I love it so much to be able to hold you in this cocoon of love and I find that when people 
come to me or find my work, it's because there is a part of them that wants to be seen in this way. And when I receive messages from people sharing their feedback on a soul reading with me, it's often that they felt so seen and and heard and held. And it's such a gift for me to to share this work with you, but to also feel that medicine coming back to me, that that gratitude coming here, it's like a full circuit of energy of give and take and and lots of love. And maybe you can even feel that right now or woven through this podcast, but you might be a medical intuitive too, you know, especially if you were drawn to this episode. I, I find there are so many medical intuitives out there. It's just that don't necessarily have the language to describe what you're experiencing. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about how I realized I was a medical intuitive because you might resonate with this on some level too. So ever since I was a child, I feel like I have known, you know, when someone was sick or when someone was healthy and it's, it's, you know, it's a tricky thing when you feel unsafe at times, you know, in ways that other people might not deem as unsafe. And what I mean by that is you might not feel safe owning your intuition. You might not feel safe knowing what you know because there's no logical explanation, you know? And I spent a lot of my life hiding who I was, hiding who I am out of fear of what might happen. How would I be able to describe why I know something? And I think this is also a part of the witch wound, which we won't get into too, too much now, but the witch wound of being persecuted and cast aside and judged and executed for gifts for for knowing things or healing things and in our collective conscious consciousness we have this witch wound of fear whether we were actually a witch and someone came for us or we saw someone that was called a witch or that could heal a plant or knew how to heal a cut with an herb or or, or so on, or they knew something that was wrong in the body and they knew how to heal it and someone came for them, right? It, whether we were on either the observer side, the witch hunter side, or the witch side, it's in our collective consciousness, right? So there's a lot of fear within a lot of us around this medical intuition because how will you explain what you know, right? And we know how um, there are lots of rules and uh, acceptable societal ways of living and where you get your information from. And of course, like you always, you filter everything through your own intuitive knowing system. Everything I say too, everything, everything. And it's okay if something doesn't sit with you, but if you're drawn to medical intuition, then you're drawn to it for some reason, whether you want to harness your own gifts or you want to sit with someone with these gifts, that's a calling, 
you know? And sometimes we're drawn to things intuitively because we need lessons around it. (laughs) And that's something I had to learn the hard way. I went to a medical intuitive once. Um, I remember it was when I started realizing that I was a medical intuitive and I was very scared. I was very scared to to come out and, and use this language that I was a medical intuitive, very scared. And it was my own witch wound among a lot of other things. But I was experiencing something health-wise and I was very scared to uncover it myself. And I felt like I kept putting distractions in my way so that I didn't have to really sit with my own knowing of what was going in my body. So I outsourced my power and I went to a medical intuitive and it was one of the most disempowering experiences that I'd ever had. And I remember driving there and just hearing messages of why are you going here? Like get real. Why are you going here? What are you doing? Turn around. You don't need this. And I didn't listen. (laughs) I didn't listen. I kept going. And I was just being sold all kinds of stuff, stuff this woman had made. If I didn't take this certain supplement, then I would never heal. Very, very red flag energy (laughs) and messages and, um, I didn't buy any of the things, but I paid her for the session. And I remember leaving like, what, what was that? How is this person, you know, doing this work? This feels, this feels not okay. So I share this with with you for a couple of reasons, but one is always have discernment, always run everything through your own system of what feels good, of what feels real, of what feels true. It's so important to keep your power. I don't care who they are. I don't care if it's your mother. I don't care if it's a medical intuitive. I don't care if it's your partner. I don't care if it's your own spirit guide. I don't care if it's a practitioner. I don't care. I stand by this message. Always run everything through your own system. And if something feels off, it probably is. Okay. Okay. Discernment is really important. Oftentimes they're oftentimes highly sensitive people and empathic people also have this gift of medical intuition. Now I'm not saying everybody And we're all not meant to have every single tiny, little, little, big, huge gift of intuition and psychic gifts in our lifetimes. You know, sometimes we can have many. Sure. Sometimes there's one that really wants to come through. Sure. And sometimes it's a little bit of both something in between. Great. So are you interested in medical intuition? And if so, again, you could have a calling. There might something, there might be something there for you. So I talked to you about the body scan. I talked to you about what I felt as a child. And I talked to you about what is medical intuition, but really what it comes down to when you're wanting to harness your own abilities as a medical intuitive is get to know your own body. A lot of you are going to swipe right by that and not even take that into consideration. I see this happen all the time and that's okay. You're on your own time schedule, but some of you are also going to take that as a really big message right now. Get to know your own body. We're so disconnected from our bodies. It's, it's rare for me to sit with somebody that is fully embodied and whoa, as I'm (laughs) at this very moment, 
I just looked out my window and I could see the moon for the first time uh, today. And it's so, 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 so bright. It's this beautiful, bright, it's almost dark. It's not completely pitch dark, but it's, it's getting there and it's a waxing moon and boy, she's a, she's a beaut. So she wanted to come through, get to know your own body, right? The moon is a powerful healer of moving the waters in your body. Pay attention to how you feel different times in the day. How do you feel after eating certain foods? Get to know your own energy. Scan your body. Get real with yourself. What's stopping you from living your healthiest and happiest life? And then what's one small thing you can do right now, or at least today, to move towards that happy life, that healthy life? sitting with yourself every day, getting to know your energy. How are you going to flex medical intuition if you're not willing to go into your body? If you're not willing to learn about the body, there's so much magic right here, right now in your body. Your body is a divinatory tool. Your body, it has more messages than any damn tarot deck you'll ever buy. Ever. Why do we run from our bodies? Why do we run from our intuition? Because it's hard to own our intuition until it's not, until we realize actually it's much harder not to listen than it is to listen. It might mean that you outgrow relationships or jobs or people or foods or places, and that can be challenging. But on the other side of that, you realize that you're actually healthier and you're actually happier. And I don't know what's better than that. You know, it's like we have to kind of give and take. We have to, we have to let go of who we once were to move into who we, who we want to be, who we're growing into. You can't have both. You can't have both. You can try, but damn, that will be exhausting and you'll be burnt out. Then you'll be pushed to the brink (laughs) of exhaustion where you really don't have a choice, but to move forward, but to let go. And the more you have language around the body, the more you may receive intuitively about the body and about others. So anatomy and phys, right? I feel like I am able to receive a very detailed body scan to some extent because I have a lot of background in anatomy and physiology, both from Western medicine and Eastern medicine. So I am given information in ways that my logical mind can know, and I know the words, I know the verbiage, but I also intuitively have the gift of sight and and hearing and sensing. So it's the two meet together. And I want to encourage you to pick something, all of the things I shared of how to flex your, your gifts today, right? Whether it's sitting with yourself, getting real with yourself, what's something that you can do today to start living your healthiest, happiest life, scan your body, get to know your energy. What does that look like? Which one? Which one stands out? Pick one. Stick with it. And if you want to really dive into your gifts and explore this topic with others and myself, consider joining me for the Own Your Intuition course and mentorship. We begin in January and this is for... Everyone that's interested in really getting clear on your own energy. Do you want to get clear on your energy? Do you want to own your energy and own your intuition and move through the world in a much more connected and embodied way? 
We have 12 group sessions together, two private sessions with me. There are workbooks, there are resources, there's a private community forum to lean on each other. There's going to be a magical group of women that you can connect with that have common interests as you, which I find is one of the most healing parts of the Own Your Intuition group mentorship and course is having this community that speaks your language, that you can talk to about these things. And I've seen people create courses together and meet up together and go on trips together. Really lifelong friendships have been made in this course. And I'm so grateful to share it with you. We'll dive into medical intuition and all things psychic gifts and beyond. So if you are a business owner, if you're a healer of some kind, if you're a doctor, an energy worker, a yoga teacher, a life coach, chances are that the course and mentorship is a tax write-off for you, which... I always appreciate, you know, when I go and I want to do something that I'm interested in and I'm really excited about and come to find out, whoa, this can be a business expense. This is so awesome. So I would look into that if you are a healer and I'll see you in Own Your Intuition 2022. We begin January 13th. I will see you next week. I am truly honored to have you a part of this growing community. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode on the Own Your Intuition podcast. To schedule your next one-on-one session or register for an upcoming event, training, course, or retreat with me, go to my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. If you learned or got something from today's show, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with your loved ones, and I'll catch you next week for a fresh episode.